Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your two-time PACE award-winning hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by my co-host Chris Gouts, who must have watched Men in Black last night because you look like uh, you have your white, nice shirt on, your all-black tie, all-black suit. What's it? Men in Black Night? Uh, well, it was Men in Black Night the night before. I was just joking, actually. You actually did that, huh? I, I actually did watch uh, Men in Black. Uh, but, no, I, I wore it because I knew we were going to have to record two podcasts with you today. So I was in the whole silent morning, and I knew what I was going to be uh, up for today. So. you got to love Chris's dad jokes. Thanks, Chris, for another another wonderful dad joke. Uh, <laughs> moving on, let's talk about some important stuff going on right now, though. And that is with a uh, friend of the pod, Kevin Kempf, and his... Uh, ASCA organization. They are absolutely wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and for those of you who don't know, can go on social media and look on the department's Facebook and uh, Twitter page where we've retweeted and kind of put out some information on what ASCA is doing. What they're doing is they've set up a Hurricane Harvey relief fund and they're asking for everyone's help. Um, every little bit they say counts. So you can donate to help corrections, brothers and sisters in the affected areas, you know, that there's a lot going on with Hurricane Harvey in, in a lot of places. And, of course, you know, our corrections family is involved in that. And any little bit you can do to help out them during this time would be great. So you can go to ASCA.net and donate if you would like to. Again, that's ASCA.net. And, uh, again, thanks to friend of the pod, great friend of the pod, Kevin Kemp, for um, doing what he does and really um, having a caring heart and trying to help people. You know, one of the other great things that happened uh, this past week was the open house for the new vocational village, which obviously we highlighted uh, last week uh, on the podcast. But we had an excellent, excellent uh, open house. Had about 100 or so uh, folks from our staff, uh, business leaders from around the region, uh, media that were there that produced some great stories that you've probably seen hopefully already on social media that we've shared around and maybe you saw on TV or in your local newspaper. Um, just an excellent uh, day. The, the, the facility looks amazing. So kudos to not only uh, Warden Brayman and you know all of her, her staff there that did so much in the planning, as well as we should also say Warden Brewer, uh, because before he uh, moved to another facility, uh, this was really his, uh, his baby to, to deal with and going through all of the meetings and all the planning stages. Uh, Warden Brayman has, has taken it over and, and done a great job. But I really want to say a special thanks to the maintenance staff um, at that facility because we've all, most of us here have seen what that facility looked like before, or what that building looked like before, um, you know, a year or so ago. It was just kind of an empty, hollowed out shell of a, you know, old MSI factory. Um, and today it's a place with drywall and beautiful floors and lighting and robots. And I love the robots, Chris. CNC machinery. Absolutely impressive, and not only just the transformation from a year ago, but even just from a week ago, uh, when you know Ward, the warden was telling us that you know she had staff from other facilities you know, touring it, and they said you're going to have an open house here in a week, and they came back um, on the day of the open house and they were blown away by what it looked like and how impressive it was and all the things that are set up there. So, um, just an amazing day. We're hoping to have a few more open houses, a few more uh, dignitaries, and. and and then big folks uh, that, that are hopefully going to come through uh, from the political world, but also the business world. And we want everybody to uh, share uh, the stories that have been written about it and the stories uh, that are still yet to come that we'll definitely link to once they're published uh, from other media that were there. 
We're going to be doing a lot of private tours with companies, with other uh, reporters uh, to help spread the word. So please, you know, let's get the word out there that we've now doubled the capacity of our vocational village uh, around the state. Now, we, now that we've got two, we can pump out more and more graduates and get them out into the workforce and get them employed, uh, which is doing great wonders to reduce our recidivism rate. You know, we've had about 70% of the prisoners that have uh, paroled out of the original vocational village are employed, and 30% of those uh, had a job before they uh, left prison. So that's the ultimate goal. We're going to keep increasing that number. And the other big number is zero the number of prisoners who have graduated from the vocational village and that have come back to prison. So um, right now this program is, is doing great things and we want to increase that. And so that this new village is going to do uh, just that. And so we're, we're very hap happy about the way the open house went. And we hope that everybody had a chance to look at those stories. And if they haven't, uh, take a look and also share them. Well, that's good stuff, Chris. But uh, it kind of was a buzzkill for me. Um, you kind of just over overshadowed what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about FOA audits. Um, we have a new audit. We're going to pilot some new audits in eight offices, but that's kind of boring compared to what you just talked about. So um, thank you, for Chris, for that information. Uh, we won't talk about audits now. and uh, But seriously, that's, that's good stuff. We, we've been down there. We did a podcast with Warden Brayman, um, new friend of the pod, and you know, hopefully um, this one in, in Parnell is just as, as successful as the one in Ionia, and I'm sure it will be. So uh, good stuff. If anybody in FOA, especially agents who you know supervise these cases, um, would like to go see it, feel free to you know, schedule some time to go in and see the new Parnell Vocational Village. It's, it's important to see because you will be very, very impressed. Um, and and it's, it's very, very good to see what the offenders are going through before they come out and how highly skilled they are. So get on the books and go, go see that uh, as soon as you can. All right. Now, before we get to our interview, uh, we're going to bring back uh, Holly Kramer uh, from the communications office, and she's going to talk about a really cool fundraiser that took place in the wonderfully great city of Mount Pleasant uh, a while back about the Gray Dragons. Almost 20 years ago, four employees at Macomb Correctional Facility had an idea about how to help bring their colleagues together. They wanted to unite their coworkers through a common interest while also creating an outlet for giving back to the community. So, being motorcycle enthusiasts, they decided to organize a riding group they called the Gray Dragons. Tony Camario is a parole release technician at Macomb Correctional Facility and is one of the group's founders. Four of us started it back at Macomb in it was like late 99. And then from there, right now, we're up to eight chapters. Originally, it started off with officers, but the intent was never to restrict it. And it's just, it's... Mostly MDOC employees, you know, maintenance, administration, and it's other outside law enforcement agencies and public, public service. Today the group includes nearly 400 members representing all areas of the department with chapters across the state. Their members give generously to charities statewide, but the group is a chief supporter of victims of domestic violence through the annual Mary's Dream fundraising ride in Mount Pleasant. I think people just like helping other people out kind of brings everybody together for a common cause and it's like it's grown to be just a real big family. For more on the Grey Dragons and the Mary Stream fundraising ride, check out the August edition of the Corrections Connection newsletter. All right, thanks Holly for that info. We appreciate it. Chris, I'm excited today. We're going to talk about SECC. You know what that is, right? Yeah, you know, I'm really excited to talk to Heather. You know, I think this is going to be, I've been waiting for this all year. You know, college football season is back. 
you know, so I'm really wanting to get her insight on uh, Alabama and whether or not LSU or Auburn is going to be, you know, the, the team to beat for them. So I think we're going to learn a lot here today. I'm really, really excited about it. Roll Tide, War Eagle. Yeah, no, Chris, I think you're mistaken there, buddy. I said SECC, not SEC, not Southeastern Conference. Not, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, SECC, Chris. What's okay, let, let's, what's okay, here's the thing. Let's get to Heather and she can explain it to you right now, okay? Wait, what? We're going to talk about football. No, SECC. It is, it, is, uh, it is a charitable contribution that you can make, Chris. Now that you have no idea what it is, uh, you, better, you better get in the pocketbooks, hit the gals' pocketbooks. And, uh, well, I have no questions now, so. Um, we got we to gotta retool this, don't we? Yeah, I think we're going to take some time. Okay, uh, let, let's pause. Let's get Chris some new questions now. They're not football questions, Chris. Uh, you can't ask about Alabama. Let's ask about charitable donations, Chris. Charitable donations, okay? All right. All right, let's get to Heather right away. All right, Chris, well, I'm excited today to have on our guest, um, Heather Travis, who is a program director for the State Employees Charitable Campaign, or better known as SECC. So welcome to Field Days, Heather. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Sure. Now, can you give us a little background of w w what you do, where, what you've done in your career? Um, just give everybody a little bio of what, who you are. Who I am. Um, let's see. I have been working in the nonprofit sector for close to 15 years. Um, as the program director for the SECC, um, we serve in a variety of ways. Um, first, as the fiscal agent or fiduciary for the SECC, the Michigan Association of United Ways serves as the fiduciary, and my role is um, I serve as the kind of campaign manager and help work with all of the volunteers throughout the state and the steering, the SECC steering committee. Well, it sounds important. Uh, it's, <laughs> it sounds very important. Um, and again, we appreciate you coming on Field Days. So let's talk about this. You say, you know, you're the, you're the program director for SECC. What is SECC for those out there who don't understand what it is? Um, and, you know, it's, it's, and how do people donate to SECC? So SECC was created in 1987 by State of Michigan employees for State of Michigan employees. Pretty much it's an annual workplace campaign where employees can donate to more than 1,000 um, nonprofit charities um, locally, statewide, international, and national through um, payroll deduction. So it's really easy to be able to give $1 per pay period to your favorite charity. Um, there's a lot of information on the SECC website where your dollar per pay information, where you can learn more about how your dollar per pay um, affects those charities around. Um, so this year we're celebrating 30 years of the SECC. Um, the, the SECC was originally created to combine all of those annual appeals that you receive from different charities um, throughout the year. Um, it does not always uh, currently remain to be the one annual time that folks are solicited because there are a lot of other um, things going on, especially in the fall when it's campaign time and there are holidays approaching. Um, the nice thing with the SECC is there's um, the campaign runs for five weeks this year. It's September 18th through October 20th. During those five weeks, you can give um, through your MyHR My self-service account or Herman uh, to sign up for payroll deductions anytime throughout that five-week period. Um, again, even though the campaign runs for those five weeks, you can actually give um, to a charity through the SECC anytime throughout the year just by calling MyHR or sending in a pledge form. 
You can also give to the SECC uh, via check and credit card donations, and all of the information that you would need um, to find out more about that is available on the SECC website, which is misecc.org. So it might seem obvious, but what's your pitch? I mean, why should people donate to SECC? Really, I think the biggest thing is that this is your campaign. This isn't a, um, this campaign doesn't belong to any one charity. It's not a, does not belong to a federation or United Way. Um, this campaign was created so that state employees could collectively give to charities that are important to them. And if you have several thousand donors who are giving one, two, three dollars per pay period together, those dollar amounts have a greater impact on those charities. So I, I kind of want to just rewind a second and talk about what you said previously. Um, you talked about payroll deductions, so I can get a dollar taken right out of my check. I don't have to think about it, I don't have to worry about it. Correct. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. And how, and how do I go about doing that again? So you, during the campaign, there are um, code brochures or charity listing booklets that have pledge forms located in the back of the book. Um, also on the SECC website, there are pledge forms. So you can actually log on to your self-service account to sign up for a payroll deduction, pick any of more than 1,000 charities that participate in the SECC. There's no limit on the number of charities that you can give to, so if you want to give a dollar per pay to 26 charities, you're more than welcome to do that. Does that payroll deduction stop at the end of the of this? It runs from September to October. So it runs for that five weeks, but actually the nice thing about it is that even though in the fall when there's a lot of other asks and charities, um, that need assistance around that time. Once you sign up for um, your payroll deduction, it doesn't begin until your first pay in 2018. So you can elect to be a continuous giver, which your um, deduction will continue every year until you elect to end it. Or you can give um, so much per pay period for a certain number of pays. Okay. You can give a one-time donation. So if there's, you would there's like. options available. Lots of options. Okay, good. And if I don't want to do the payroll deduction, I just want to give to my favorite charity once during this time. Yep. That's not. I can do that too, right? Yep, that is too. You can um, make a donation via check or credit card using the same pledge form. Um, the only difference is that the payroll deduction gets processed through the MyHR My self-service. Um, check and credit card donations get processed through the Michigan Association of United Ways, so those all come to me directly, um, and I process those. And it's it's no small change. Last year, um, just through fundraising events with check and credit card donations, um, $65,000 was raised um, just in that. Well, how important is this fundraising drive, you know, there's, like you said, there's lots of fundraisers that go on, and this, the whole point of this was to consolidate that, so we, people are getting inundated with, with all these different uh, requests all the time, so how do you engage people to, to donate and to make the campaign important? I think one of the uh, most important things to highlight, even though there are other asks and charity um, drives going on this time um, of year in the fall, that charities 
that are approved to participate in the SECC, this is the only option that state of employees have to be able to give through payroll deduction. There are no other charities during those um, fundraising drives that have that option, although you will find that there are, it may be Toys for Tots or something around the holidays, that those are actually charities that exist and that are in the SECC too. And I think there are a lot of folks who don't know that their, um, that they can give to those charities through the SECC. So the payroll deduction is really um, one of the most important things I think that we'd like to highlight. Um, it's really easy to be able to give a small amount of money over 26 pay periods as opposed to writing a check for $200. Um, so the another thing that is important with the payroll deduction is that this is money that's pledged ahead of time so that charities have um, this information so that they can budget for their upcoming year and so that really helps them to plan better and know where they want to put um, that money towards which programs and services they would want to direct that money. Sure and I think that's important to say again um, you know because I'm sure people across the state have seen the campaign going on have seen the flyers have seen you know the little trinkets that you give out to, to make this important but may not have understood that there, there's many, 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 many different charities you can yep. that you guys offer. It's not just mm -hmm. one. So you said Toys for Tots. I, I know people give that to them all day long. Right. But now they can do it in this form, which is easier for them to, to get a payroll deduction. I have to worry about it. Yep. Um, so can you talk about that again? How how many different charities do you have that people can give to? Uh, number one. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So there's, I believe, 1,118 charities okay. currently that you can give to through okay. the SECC. So lots of options for people out there who are looking to give, um, but maybe not know to not know exactly where to give. Exactly. There's lots of options, so they can go on there, and, and there's a list of them, I assume. Yep, there's a list in the code book, in the charity booklet and code brochure. Um, another just cool feature that I'd like to highlight that we re, uh, recently rolled out is that on the SECC website, um, if you click on the charity tab, we have a searchable charity database um, where you can actually type in if you want to find a charity in Alcona County, um, if you want to find um, any charity that is in a, a county you live in, or if you want a list of statewide charities, national or international. You can also look for charities based on service areas, whether um, it's human services related or um, to help children with literacy or even animal related. You can search for that right on there, which is not something that we've had the capability of doing in the past. So I think that's really going to be a helpful tool Absolutely. for donors moving forward. Yeah, no, that's great. And I know you mentioned that last year you said it raised sixty-five thousand dollars, correct? Just that was just from um, check and credit card donations. Oh, okay. The the total campaign last year was eight, about eight hundred and five thousand wow. dollars. And over the last thirty years, where nearly fifty million dollars have been raised um, through the SECC, which is a very substantial, very substantial amount. Do you have a goal in mind for, for this year that you're so, trying to hit? Yes, actually. So last year it was $805,000, and the um, TED director, who is the SECC statewide chair, has set this year's goal at $900,000. Um, and that will be a combination of payroll deductions and then funds raised through um, local fundraising events through check and credit card as well. Well, how do you how do you get the word out about SEC and are there any big events planned to 
So um, we work with, um, there's about 30 department coordinators throughout the state and 200 additional volunteers. So we work with them to uh, create messaging so that they can forward that on to their own staff at various um, facilities and posts throughout the state. Um, we also communicate with various department directors so that they can send messaging to their staff. A couple statewide messages that will be sent through Gov Delivery um, a week before the campaign. Um, Director Curtis will send a message out letting folks know about the campaign dates and some kickoff events we have coming up and the governor will also be sending out an email and we'll have another mid-campaign um, statewide email that will go out during that time. Um, we're also really active on social media, so on Facebook and Twitter. Um, we'd love to increase our followers of State of Michigan employees. There's a lot of charity data on there. But two um, events that we have coming up that are, are larger events, the first is on September 18th, which is the Lansing kickoff, and that will be held at the um, quad slash mall area between, I think it's the Austin and Mason building, the walkway. And then on September 20th, we will have a Detroit kickoff at Cadillac Place. We usually get anywhere from two to 400 state employees. We'll have 40 plus charities there, which will have information available so employees can learn more about the charities that participate in the SECC. There will be popcorn, ice cream, music. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I, I know, wait, before you say that, you, she said popcorn, ice cream, man. So, so we're, <laughs> I know that's what got your attention. <laughs> you, <get> your attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned uh, social media. We want to mention your, your Twitter Twitter handle here, and then we'll also make sure that we link to that when we uh, post this and so people can... Uh, that would be it. wonderful. It's actually M-I-S-E-C-C. Very easy. So Very good. Yeah, thank you. Well, Heather, um, I do want to... I know you said you have a, you know over a 1,000 charities that people can donate to. I, I'm assuming some of those are for natural disasters or disasters across the world. And, you know, there, there has been, um, people have been devastated in Texas and Louisiana with Hurricane Harvey. Okay. Are you guys gonna do anything about that? Um, actually, we are um, working on um, adding some features to our website currently. Um, in the next week or so, we will have, um, we will be tagging some of our charities who are actually providing um, support to Hurricane Harvey victims um, in relief and recovery efforts. And we're talking about whether or not we want to have an additional fund available or link folks to that fund. So right on the front page of the SECC website over the next week or two, um, there will be information on how you can donate to charities that are um, working um, to help support that area. Well, I, I think that's very helpful, and, and uh, you know that's that's awesome that you guys are doing that. Um, I think that's important, and I think people will get on board with that, um, especially state employees who, you know, are are very gener generous and charitable when it comes to things like that. So, again, I want to mention, I want you to mention your Facebook, Twitter, and, and um, website so that people can can get on that, uh, can follow you, and we'll also, like Chris said, put that out on ours. We, we put Great. Out. So go ahead and give that out again to Facebook. So the website, again, is uh, www.miseccc.org. The uh, Facebook and Twitter, um, you can find us at M-I-S-E-C-C. Um, we're using the hashtag this year. We have, um, there, there's a couple actually, but just M-Y-S-E-C-C, you can find us that way. 
um, and again at our the handles the M I S E C C and so um, our materials have on all of our materials this year it's my community my cause my choice my SECC and that will helps folks to remember how and where to find us and the important the importance of the campaign good stuff because you know in corrections we love hashtags so yeah um, we're very, <laughs> yeah people in corrections love hashtags so that is that's good information thank you very much um, thanks for, thanks for coming on field days we appreciate it uh, thank thanks you. for getting the message out because this is very very important I know it happens every year and uh, let's help let's help Heather reach her goal of nine hundred thousand dollars this year. Um, so everybody get on and uh, if you can donate, um, get a payroll deduction, and uh, let's see if we can meet our goals this year. So thanks, Heather. I appreciate Wonderful. coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at Mi Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account, at MDOC FOA, and the CFA account, at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.